Well, it's a chilly old uh, Tuesday on uh, what is supposed to be the first uh, day of summer. So uh, uh, I'm not sure that summer has really arrived uh, on the first day that it was predicted or should should arrive. But anyway, uh, welcome to Mental Health Radio. Take it from us. Uh, it's the day before the Big Ember Services Touch Tournament at Cox Bay Re- Cox's Bay Reserve in Westmere. Uh, and we'll have more details on that uh, later in the show but uh, keep that in mind it's a big day and we're just hoping that the weather is going to hold for us I'm host of uh, Mental Health Radio. Uh, my name's Sheldon Brown and uh, with technician Declan Current. And uh, Mental Health Radio, take it from us, uh, promotes a mental healthiness. It's brought to you and funded by Ember Wellbeing Trust. As listeners may have gathered, my own mental healthiness uh, hasn't be, has been somewhat marginal. However, it's great to be back live again and talking about a topic uh, which is very significant for me and it's something that I've really only learnt about uh, in the last couple of months. That subject is health anxiety and understanding how it can impact three very significant factors in our life. That's our state of physical, mental and social functioning. I mean, they are the three pillars, really, of the quality of our life. We promoted the show uh, yesterday saying that extreme health health anxiety can also lead to fears of being called a hypochondriac, which can be unhelpful, certainly in our relationships, perhaps with our GP and other health professionals. People who experience health anxiety may feel a worrying list of symptoms, and some of these symptoms are really quite uh, extreme. It could involve feeling restless, physically tense, unable to relax, uh, sleep, sleeplessness or disturbed sleep, uh, a feeling of nausea, heart palpitations, chest pain or pressure, sweating, dizziness or lightheadedness. Now that's a a fairly serious list of uh, symptoms that can result from us being anxious about our health. Imagine how, how any number of those symptoms could intensify worry and contribute to anxiety and depression specifically or to your mental health generally. From time to time, we will all worry about our health, as we do about other important life issues such as relationships, work, and perhaps where the next dollar is coming from. The paper I'm gleaning information from is called Helping Health Anxiety, and it's published by an organisation called the Centre for Clinical Interventions. Firstly, it raises the issue of what is health? Health clearly means different things to different people and it's important not to take a black and white stance about our health. That's something that I've been a little guilty of over the last few weeks is taking a black and white attitude towards my health instead of being a little bit more relaxed about it and a little bit kinder to myself. I don't think uh, there's any doubt that the older I get the more sensitive I am to the symptoms that I've listed there and the aches and pains uh, that can occur and my own level of energy and stamina. So um, what do we understand by health? Uh, Many people will consider health to mean the absence of disease, injury or disability. 
However, the meaning of health changes from person to person and across cultures and continents. For example, an extremely fit athlete might consider themselves to be unhealthy if they suffer an injury that prevents them from training. However, a person with a diagnosed condition such as diabetes or asthma could consider themselves as healthy if they are managing their condition well. And I guess that applies too to our mental health. If we are managing our mental health well, then we can um, feel much more confident about our health. And one of the key issues is to manage uh, this issue of health anxiety, which we're talking about on Mental Health Radio, take it from us today. Most definitions of health therefore extend beyond the concept of a mere absence of disease, injury or disability. But, and they, they incorporate and include a person's state of physical, mental and social functioning. Most importantly, rather than thinking about health in black and white terms, uh, we either have it or we don't, um, most definitions of health consider these three areas of functioning to be on a continuum, ranging from very poor to excellent. And I'd ask the question how you feel about your um, physical, mental and social functioning and where you would rank that. So... um, that's, uh, that's very important. It's worth thinking about your overall health and how you might describe it in terms of your state of physical, mental and social functioning. I know when my mental health deteriorates, I lose a lot of self-confidence and for the first time have made excuses not to socialise. That means I've been isolating, not going to play tennis, not going to uh, play bridge, And isolating is, of course, one of the worst things we can do when our mental health needs a jab in the arm. So uh, take some time out to describe your overall health. I... um I filled out the uh, the form uh, about two weeks ago, uh, perhaps when my mental health was not as good as it is today, and I said I can undertake activities like walking and practicing on an exercycle, but my mental health is compromising is is compromised by my depression and anxiety, and a loss of self confidence. My social functioning is adequate. So how would you answer that key question of your own state of physical, mental and social functioning? Take some time out to uh, to look at that and to describe it. Notice how you described your health. What did you focus on? What aspects of health stood out as being the most important to you? Was it your physical health? Was it your social interaction? Was it your mental health? Did you consider your physical, mental and social functioning and well-being generally? Well, uh, Declan, are you uh, available here? You seem to be uh, just working away on a few things to do with the production on the technical side. Yeah, I'm like one of Santa's elves just ticking away in the background. How would you rate uh, your own health? Oh... Yeah, up and down. I sort of, at the moment, I'm on a bit of a wave, sort of here and there, and I sort of just contemplating various things, like both my parents are alive, and I sort of think, not so much worrying about it, but I think, what happens when this one goes, and what happens when that one goes, and 
Yeah, a lot of things like that. So I won't say I'm always on the straight and level. No, um, so but, yeah. but uh, in terms of your parents, that's a little bit of a what if, isn't it? If you're concerned about uh, um, their departure, leaving you perhaps alone. I mean, that is one of the what ifs. And I think there's yeah. a lot of what ifs in this very subject that we're talking about on Take It From Us today of uh, health anxiety, because we can get a little pain and we can think to ourselves, well, that could be cancer or it could be um, we've, I've dislo- dislocated my back or I've done something uh, very serious. And all of that is not helpful to our well-being and it does involve that whole issue of, well, what if it's cancer or what if my mental uh, uh, health is deteriorating again? So anyway, that's given you a bit of time to uh, think about the uh, the first track we're going to play on Take I It From have. Us. I I was just going to do some research on it, but you put me to the post uh, firstly, I'd just like to say that uh, it's been brought to my attention that um, a regular listener to all the Planet FM shows is a chappie by the name of Nigel, and I mentioned he's uh, firmly fixed his ears on the radio, so we just wanted to send a shout-out to him and thank him very much for um, listening to the shows, and it's also good to see that um, he's getting a lot of benefit out of listening too. So what have you got us uh, for us today in terms of music? Oh, let's have a look. I've got to get myself back on there now. Well, only take me a second. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> okay. do you yep. want me to just uh, carry on? I was going uh, to give a few more details about yeah, the big uh, yeah, touch tournament. Yeah, go and do that because yeah. I just want to find a little bit about this track just to give you a little bit of an insight on it. Okay, well, yep. uh, we mentioned the uh, Ember Services Touch Tournament at Cox's Bay, which is planned for tomorrow. Cox's Bay, of course, is in Westmere. Um, we've had a number of of registrations for this tournament. It's our big tournament, uh, the last tournament of the year. Uh, Cox's Bay in Westmere and uh, we'd love everybody to be there by half past nine. There'll be a briefing um, uh, with all of the managers of the teams uh, at uh, just before 10 and kickoff uh, will be uh, just a little time after that. So that's the Ember Services Touch Tournament uh, at Cox's Bay in Westmere tomorrow, December the 2nd, and we're just hoping that the weather is going to hold for that uh, that fun uh, fun tournament. Yeah, I was fluffing around the site that I wanted to get the info from, won't give me anything, so I'm just going to roll into it. Uh, this is a track by a group called Talk Talk, so it goes back, I think, to the 80s, and it's called Such a Shame. You always take it from us, Mental Health Radio, broadcasting here live every Tuesday from 12.30 to 1.30 on 104.6 Planet FM. <laughs>
something of an extended uh, ending to uh, Such a Shame by Talk Talk. Uh, nice track, uh, Declan. Yeah, I thought you'd like that one. If, um, I've got one of the CDs there if you want to take it away. Oh, great. Mm. Well, we're talking today about uh, understanding health anxiety and uh, also understanding uh, what thoughts we have about our own health and uh, particularly our physical, mental and social functioning. Uh, it's a very good uh, thing to focus on those three aspects to widen our sort of thinking about our health and uh, to discourage us, I guess, to uh, be black and white about our health. Uh, I've used the word broken uh, on occasions over the last uh, few weeks. Uh, I feel quite broken and uh, I've been reminded that that's a very black and white attitude, uh, that I'm uh, still able to get around, walk, drive the car, get a jump on an exercise cycle and also to host this radio show. Uh, 
that's a, a skill that I'm coming back to as my confidence uh, increases as well. I think that's, just to jump in here, I think that's one of the problems too is that if you've got a broken arm or something that's visible, um, people can empathise with that. But if you've got mental illness, no one can sort of see inside your head that easily. So it's very, very difficult. Well, I think it's it's very interesting that uh, when we go to hospital to perhaps uh, uh, sort out a broken arm, broken leg, or even if it's a cancer or melanoma, mm-hmm. uh, people are more likely to come and visit you, come and, uh, and see you, empathise with you. But uh, when it's a mental illness, uh, I think people are... Um, probably a little embarrassed as to uh, how to, to handle that uh, and uh, they're not so inclined uh, to come and visit one in hospital. But anyway, uh, we're talking today about understanding health anxiety and also uh, the impact of health anxiety uh, on our overall health and uh, there was an extraordinary list of symptoms that uh, can occur as a result of being worried about our health and some of the are, and I just want to remind you here, is feeling restless, physically tense, unable to relax. Uh, Naturally, if you're physically tense and unable to relax, then sleeplessness is a a possibility or disturbed sleep anyway. Uh, We can experience nausea, heart palpitations, chest pain or pressure, sweating, dizziness or lightheadedness, tingling sensations and feelings of detachment from part or all of our body. So those symptoms um, can be sort of encouraged by us being anxious about our health uh I guess uh, having those what ifs, what if I get cancer or what if I get a melanoma or what if um, I am diagnosed with uh, a, a condition such as diabetes or asthma. All of that stress, of course, is very, very unhelpful uh, to our well-being and our overall health. So uh, I'd like to ask the question, you know, what do you understand by health anxiety? Um, this paper that I've uh, been introduced to uh, says a lot about fight or flight and it has a great graphic of a swimmer confronted by a shark hitting his way. Fight or flight involves physiological changes which help to prepare our bodies and protect us from danger. There are times, however, when we can experience an anxiety response due to simply uh, to a perceived threat. Have you been concerned that others might dislike a speech you're about to give and notice your heart beating faster? Have you ever walked through a dark alley at night and felt tense while worrying that something bad might happen? And uh, when I read that, I I recalled uh, times when I was quite young and I was walking up a fairly uh, dark and um, it was shaded sort of a pathway up to my home often there'd be a strong wind and there were the lights that were affected by the trees and the and uh, the shadows and I used to get uh, really quite hit up and fearful and was looking behind me uh, thinking that uh, somebody might be um, coming up behind me so you know have you ever walked through such a such a place at night and felt tense while worrying that something bad might happen. So these are all ways that our stress levels increase 
and uh, we believe there is some danger. Um, and as a result of that feeling of danger, you, you can usually feel some level of anxiety. Health anxiety therefore refers to the experience of thinking that there may be a threat to your health, which consequently triggers your anxiety response. While we may think and worry about any number of health-related issues, some of the more common ones, and I've probably mentioned some, are developing cancer, Alzheimer's disease, multiple sclerosis, muscular dystrophy, a mental illness such as schizophrenia or depression and anxiety, a thyroid disorder, or that you may have a heart attack. Not everyone thinks about specific problems, though. Your fears could be more general in that you simply think that something is not quite right. And I've certainly felt that something is not quite right uh, physically uh, and I guess mentally as well. And that's had a very detrimental effect on um, my own health and uh, the period that I've spent uh, in hospital. So ask yourself the question, in what ways do you worry about your health? What would you consider to be the greatest threats to your overall health? Do you worry about particular physical symptoms? Is there a particular health problem, illness or disease that you're concerned or even convinced that you may have now or will develop in the future? I mean, one of the things about um, mental health is often we get shaky. Uh, I had to sign uh, a significant uh, paper, uh, a document uh, today, and I was very conscious of the two witnesses uh, who were watching me sign that my signature was not smooth, I was shaky. Um, some of the other symptoms that we can get from our uh, mental unwellness is uh, sweating. Um, often uh, we are slow, maybe slower and moving around. We don't have the energy and the stamina that we'd like to have. And um, I've, I've said in uh, answering a question about my own health anxiety, I've said that my depression and anxiety are the biggest threat to my health. Uh, and I say that the associated medications are also a threat. I hope my uh, uh, the people that are caring for my mental health at the moment aren't listening to this uh, show today because they would be probably somewhat uh, unhappy about me talking about my, my uh, medications. I do have erratic symptoms of pain that would cause worry about my physical health issues uh, and uh, particularly related to a bit of a scare that I have, a cancer scare. Uh, Shakiness uh, causes me to think about the possibility of Parkinson's. That was the way that I answered that question about uh, my health anxiety. Well, uh, Declan, you've got another track there, um I do, yeah. This one, um, can't really find much about the song, but it's Alanis Morissette, and it's off her album, which was due to be released uh, months ago, but because of COVID, it's uh, only just recently come out. And it's a song called Losing the Plot, and it's relatively new. You might recognise it. Anyway, you're with <laughs> Take a doesn't, It doesn't have any significance to my... Uh... <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't know. Have a listen and see what you think. Anyway, right. uh, we broadcast here live every... Tw- uh, Tuesday, 12.30 to 1.30 on 104.6 Planet FM. And, of course, we are the voice of Mental Health Radio. And it's Take It From Us. 
insomnia Ushered back into silence Only when everyone else is sleeping And cause the city is sleeping No I'm losing the plot uh, with Alana Morissette. Yep. And, uh, bit, she... hard. bit hard with the lyrics on that one, some of it. 
Well, mm. one of the lyrics said uh, that she has a brain like a train uh, mm. at 100 miles per hour. And, mm. uh, you know, and talking about uh, the sort of excessive um, symptoms that we can get from health anxiety, I would... Uh, I'd say that uh, having our brain running like a train at 100 miles per hour can often be a, a symptom. So uh, I'm host of Mental Health Radio, take it from us, uh, Sheldon Brown, and we've got technician uh, Declan Curran here. We're talking today about uh, health anxiety and uh, particularly uh, this part of the show is about uh, when uh, health anxiety becomes a problem. I mean, it says here to a certain extent a milder form of health anxiety can affect us all from time to time. Who hasn't been concerned when we are waiting for some test results to come back or had some worrisome thoughts about a new lump or bump uh, that we've noticed? So at what point does mild health anxiety become a problem? While having concerns about your health and seeking advice and appropriate health checks are something that all hum- human beings experience, as with anything, too much of something can be bad for you. And it says here that health concerns can become a problem and a major anxiety when they are, one, excessive, they are out of proportion to the realistic likelihood of having an actual or serious medical problem, when they are persistent despite negative test results and or reassurances from your health practitioner. And it, uh, on occasions during the last uh, several weeks, uh, I've been disbelieving of uh, the health practitioners and uh, thinking to myself, well, they're just saying that because they know that I'm uh, I'm going to be sensitive to any bad information that they might give me so they are uh, continuing to give me good information so that uh, I guess is bordering on a little bit of uh, paranoia and certainly is being uh, taking my health anxiety completely out of proportion uh, Also, uh, health anxiety can occur when it leads to unhelpful behaviours such as excessive checking, uh, reassurance seeking by getting uh, doctors, family or friends to reassure you or in fact avoiding things, uh, either the checkups, avoiding doctors, uh, avoiding health related information. Uh, And uh, health anxiety obviously is a major problem when it causes you significant distress or impairs your ability to go about your day-to-day life. So we can actually uh, measure the level of health anxiety uh, that is an issue for each one of us. Uh, and here are a few statements uh, for listeners to consider. Consider, And, um, you know, you might like to just... Uh, Give yourself a little bit of an answer as to whether you do these things only occasionally or often or very often. And, uh, you know, I would have to say that I worry about my health and I've, uh, I've ticked the box saying often or very often. Uh, another sign might be that I worry that I may have or will develop a serious medical problem. Uh, another gauge of uh, how high your health anxiety is, uh, that I worry that bodily sensations or changes are a sign of a serious medical problem. 
the next question to ask yourself is, I find it difficult to control or let go of my health worries. And I think that it is hard to let go our health worries when we are uh, experiencing pain, perhaps in a different location in our body, and it becomes regular, recurring, uh, and hasn't been there before. Um, and uh, I certainly find it difficult to sort of ignore those pains and, uh, and be sort of responsible about them. Another sign that uh, health anxiety is out of control is if we mentally scan our bodies or our minds for signs that something is wrong. You might focus your attention on bodily sensations or symptoms. How often do you do that? Is it very often or never or just occasionally? I have difficulty concentrating on things other than my bodily sensations or symptoms. So uh, when we uh, start to lose our ability to concentrate and remember things, then it's likely that we might think that we have early stages of Alzheimer's or dementia. Um, so it, these are all, ex- all examples of how health anxiety can become a problem and uh, can impact our, I'm sure, our energy, our stamina and our general health and also our ability to function socially. Um, another sign might be that I frequently visit health professionals, your GP or specialists, to discuss my health concerns and symptoms uh, and to have tests performed. And, of course, the other thing is when you get the test results, uh, then surely that is a, a reassurance. But I guess if the pains or the worrisome um, symptoms continue, then it's hard to uh, be reassured. Uh, and that's the other, this is the next point. I've continued to worry about my health despite my doctor's reassurance or despite negative tests. Uh, another sign of uh, having health anxiety would be that I search for information about symptoms, uh, either on the internet or in books or pamphlets, pamphlets that you might get at health clinics. And also another sign is that uh, uh, We discuss our symptoms with family and or friends and hope that we can get some reassurance from that. Um, Also, another sign might be that you avoid people, places or activities that trigger off health worries. And I guess my example there would be playing bridge uh, when I'm feeling very shaky, having to hold the the cards, having to uh, play the cards and quite obviously being somewhat distressed and shaky. And, uh, you know, I get uh, very sensitive about that. Uh, Another sign might be that you avoid people, places or activities that trigger off health worries. And I guess my playing of bridge, uh, if I'm feeling shaky, if I don't feel confident about holding the cards and playing the cards or even bidding uh, what I want to bid clearly uh, and precisely, then I might decide to avoid that activity altogether. The last symptom that is... uh, detailed here to indicate uh, that health anxiety may be an issue is that uh, we avoid people, places or activities that trigger off particular physical sensations. So it must be time for another um, music break. Uh, 
Declan, you are yeah, ready to I'm, go for another I'm, one? Yeah, I'm all ready to rock and roll. I just wanted to mention I got a um, on a movie coming out. Um, it's a movie on mental health, and it's an, there's an advanced screening at Hoyt's on December the 9th. The movie's called Words on Bathroom Walls. It's based on the novel by Julia Walton. It's about a witty, introspective teen who's been diagnosed with schizophrenia during his senior year of school, and he struggles to keep it a secret while he's falling in love with a classmate who inspires him to open his heart and not to be defined by his condition. And one of the um, bits on the trailer said, um, you can't come out into the light if you're hiding in the dark, which I thought was quite good. So that's a definite view for me. Um, So watch for that coming out. Words on bathroom walls. I imagine it'll come out um, cinema-wide, nationwide. So this uh, special screening at Hoyt's, uh, is it at all Hoyt cinemas or just... uh... Well, I think it is. There's nothing that's come up on there to tell me specific cinemas, and I wondered that too. I go to Hoyt's YRL, um, but I would just go to the Hoyt site, hoyts.co.nz, and just have a look. This is the um, Girls' Night Out advanced screening. I (laughs) I asked them on that whether you have to be a girl to go to it. I thought they might want me to dress up or something, you know. (laughs) So what's the name of the movie again? So the movie's called Words on Bathroom Walls, as in words don't come easy. Words on Bathroom Walls, and it's an advanced screening December the 9th at Hoyt's, I'd say it'll probably release the week after. Jolly good. Something a bit more upbeat for you now. Kylie Minogue, one of your later tracks. It's called Say Something and it's about um, finding love and that sort of thing.
Kylie's latest uh, one called Say Something. I thought it was quite catchy, actually, something a little bit upbeat for a change. That's her latest track. Yeah, well, one of her latest ones, so I think she's released this year. I've been a bit slack with my research because I've just been pulling them out of the basket today. Well, that's our technician, uh, Declan Curran, uh, making a contribution to Take It From Us. I'm uh, host uh, Sheldon Brown, and uh, we're playing on Planet FM 104.6 and talking today about health anxiety and uh, trying to provide some help and some understanding about health anxiety. Um, we can have real symptoms, of course, uh, and it's important to recognise that health anxiety can exist in people who are healthy or in people who are exper- experiencing real yet unexplained medical symptoms and in people who have an existing and diagnosed medical condition. And we've talked about uh, cancer, uh, we've caught, talked about diabetes and other things that are very real, but if we're coping with those, then we may regard ourselves as still being very, very healthy. Uh, so it means that physical symptoms that we experience are at the centre of our health anxiety, but they're not all in our head. And that is, that's in the case of where we know that we have a particular condition or a particular disease. So whether or not you have real symptoms or an actual medical condition is not the main issue when it comes to health anxiety. The issue is how you are responding to and coping with your symptoms or condition. If you respond to health issues or symptoms with excessive and persistent worrying, checking, reassurance seeking or avoidance, then health anxiety may still be a problem. Now we can have a look at uh, the negative impacts of health anxiety on our lives Uh, and certainly it can impact our relationships with family and friends. Uh, Time spent worrying about your health or seeking help from professionals may impact on your ability to socialise or attend to important family matters. Family and friends may join you in your worrying, leading to everyone feeling more distressed. On the other hand, they may become frustrated with you if you continue to worry despite negative test results or ongoing reassurance. And, uh, you know, somebody, when I was uh, talking to them, said, well, quite simply, well, life goes on, Sheldon. And uh, that uh, pulled me up um, very quickly to realise that, uh, um, yeah, life does go on and we need to get on with it. Another negative impact of health anxiety can be on our work or our study. Uh, many people with health anxiety find it difficult to stop worrying about and uh, worrying about their health and checking for signs of illness. All this worrying can impact on our ability to concentrate and focus on the task at hand. Work or study time may also be taken up by medical appointments or internet searching, leading to you falling behind in your work or study tasks. How many of our listeners uh, get on the internet to try and check out uh, the symptoms of what they think uh, they may be experiencing and uh, um, suffering? Also, a negative impact uh, from health anxiety is uh, life enjoyment and satisfaction. And uh, I guess I have said on a number of occasions that the quality of my life over the last few weeks has not been that great. So clearly my health anxiety is uh, impacting my life enjoyment and satisfaction. 
And uh, the paper that I'm reading from uh, says focusing on potential health problems can lead you to have a skewed negative outlook and may may even lead to depressed mood. Um, One of the ways of countering our negative thinking is uh, to more or less say, well, thank you for that thought, but no thank you. And uh, to try and uh, build a much more positive uh, outlook by challenging some of the negative thoughts that, that occur. Um, health anxiety can also impact our relationship uh, with our health professionals. Uh, if we have uh, repeated trips to the doctor without clear results, that can leave both you and your health provider feeling dissatisfied. You may even begin to feel frustrated or angry towards your health provider or towards the health system entirely. In some cases, you may have even have had the experience of feeling like your health provider does not believe you or thinks you are a hypochondriac. In some cases, your doctor may have even said this to you, and I wonder how people would react, uh, particularly if they were experiencing uh, mental unwellness, if they were Uh, told by their doctor that they were a hypochondriac. But uh, the GP, the doctor, may have every justification for um, saying that if you are constantly knocking on his door and not being reassured by his opinions. The the other impact, of course, is on our finances. Uh, If we have multiple or repeated medical tests or procedures, time spent away from work and even travel costs to attend medical appointments, that can soon start to add up. And so uh, for some people, the worry, checking and reassurance seeking uh, associated with with health anxiety can become so overwhelming or time consuming that you are no longer able to work that 's a, a very um, rare on a very rare occasion I think that that, that, that would happen uh, but certainly there could be a, an impact. On our finances. So you got another uh, track for us, uh, Dick? I do. And some time back I went and did some uh, searching for mental health tracks. And I particularly like this one. It's, it's, it's just got some powerful lyrics. It's by a um, woman by the name of Caitlin Tarver. It's called Cynical. And it's about, in the, in the music video, she's singing this to herself in the mirror. And I think we can all relate to this. Have a listen. I think you'll really enjoy it. You always take it from us, Mental Health Radio, broadcasting here live every Tuesday from 12.30 to 1.30 on 104.6 Planet FM. I don't know when I got scared, scared of my imagination. Used to see beautiful things. Now I got the sick fixation I'm playing out every single fear I've ever had Scrolling through the pictures, seeing all I don't have Believing every negative feeling is a fact I don't want to get used to that Why do I beat myself up and tear myself down? I'm so good at being critical I guess I Cynical 
song really plays quite emotional when I hear that because it just rings so true and it's just such a beautiful piece of music. came out last year. You mean that uh, you um, do that, what she's talking about, of beating yourself up and tearing yourself down? I think so to a degree, yeah, but it just the, the heartfelt nature of that song just it resonates but it has that emotional pull to those lyrics. Well, very apt uh, for our subject today of uh, health anxiety and trying to help our listeners understand the significance of uh, health anxiety and uh, to help them uh, identify it and probably manage it. But, uh, yeah, I thought that was a hugely relevant track there and uh, with those words, why do I beat myself up and tear myself down? And I think that's what we can do uh, with our health uh, concerns and cause us uh, to um, develop depressed moods and an- anxious moods. So, just, just a couple of things I wanted to throw in there. I think, um, you know, I've got a very, very good um, patient doctor relationship, you know, platonic, of course. Uh, and I think that's really important that you've got a doctor that hears you and talks with you and actually discusses your treatment rather than say we're going to do this and this and this and that's what I have with mine. So it's a bit like sitting down with a friend having a cup of tea. Uh, you're talking about him managing your, your, ma- your mental health? Yeah, or? I actually see a woman doctor and to be honest with you, I prefer the, the woman over men because I think that they're a little bit more uh, sensitive, perhaps a little bit easier to talk to. Um, but I just wanted to also throw in there um, that, you know, when we're focusing on the negative, we need to give our brain something to focus on the positive. So it, when we say we don't want to be upset or depressed, we've then got, or we don't want something in our life, we've got something to focus toward. Because otherwise our brain's saying, well, we don't want to do this, but we've always done this. So what are we moving to? Yeah, and I think it takes uh, quite a long time to adjust uh, one's thinking yeah. from uh, being uh, 
negative and uh, going down that uh, dark tunnel to uh, being very positive and positive about ourselves, loving ourselves. Uh, I'd just like to uh, repeat some of the symptoms that can occur if we are anxious about our health and have excessive health anxiety. And uh, these are some of the unpleasant anxiety <coughs> symptoms which uh, I have mentioned early in the show. Uh, we can feel restless, uh, physically tense, unable to relax. Uh, we can uh, have sleep, uh, sleeplessness or sleep disturbance, uh, nausea, heart palpitations, chest pain or pressure, sweating, dizziness or lightheadedness, tingling sensations and feelings of detachment from part or all of our body. So uh, that's quite a significant and serious list uh, which uh, could impact our health from being anxious about uh, particular symptoms, anxious about our health uh, generally. Um, I'll just say that this uh, paper comes from um, an organisation called the Centre for Clinical Interventions. Uh, there's a whole series on understanding uh, health anxiety and uh, perhaps on uh, Take It From Us we might uh, uh, talk more about uh, further information to do with health anxiety. I think the second paper, in fact I've got it in front of me here and I'm just reaching for it now, uh, is uh, addressing how health anxiety develops and uh, that could well be a very good subject for another uh, Take It From Us uh, program what if uh, we, in the future. What if we took the words what if and actually continued that and said what if everything works out okay? <laughs> well, that's a brilliant way of uh, addressing the, the whole what if it's issue. It's manipulating <laughs> the mind because I think sometimes we've got more control over our computers and you know we can multitask and yet it's amazing how the, the brain can tell you something or you talk yourself into a corner and it's hard to get out of that corner. Well, you know, it's, it's like jumping on one of those slides at the hot pools. You jump on and you think, oh, holy, I've got to follow this thing to the end now, bumping and banging on all the corners <laughs> till you plop out the other side. Well, uh, and that's what can happen uh, if we focus on uh, our health as uh, being uh, – uh, in bad shape, uh, that we have uh, symptoms uh, that we are concerned about, that we may not may not have uh, the stamina and energy that uh, we like. I think one of the complicating factors is our mental health. And uh, so often the doctors will say, well, why do you think you've got uh, such poor stamina and energy? And uh, they always come back to the fact that one is depressed and that's uh, what causes the lack of energy and stamina. I, I uh, sometimes question that, but uh, it does seem to be a very um, significantly held belief uh, that depression has these very, very dramatic impacts on our health and uh, can encourage pain and uh, weakness and lack of stamina and lack of endurance. In my case, I don't get enough exercise when I do go out walking because I've got the Sjogren's, which is the salivary gland attacked by rheumatoid arthritis. I'm walking along like a flaming fish out of water, gasping for air. <laughs> well, well, that can often 
often happen. I have to stop about four times going up one hill, and everyone must think, look at that plonker having to take a break. (laughs) Well, sometimes uh, we can get impact from our medications as well, and uh, they uh, can have the same sort of uh, effects that that you're experiencing when you're talking. So... um, just want to mention the Ember Services Touch Tournament, uh, which kicks off at uh, Cox's Bay in Westmere, uh, Cox's Bay Reserve. Uh, we hope there's going to be a big turnout and uh, a nice sunny day for that tournament. Uh, get along there just to enjoy uh, the tournament. It's for mental health and addiction for the mental health and addictions uh, sector. Uh, we run these uh, every six months, and this is the big one. One to end the year uh, and thank you to Ember for their support of that tournament and also for their support to uh, Mental Health Radio Take It From Us. You've got something there, Declan? Yeah, just as we're ready to go out, I just want to push this movie again because I've seen the trailer today and it looks like it's going to be really good. All about a guy at school with schizophrenia uh, and of course he um, goes to find love but he's frightened of getting too close to her. It's called Words on Bathroom Walls. Advanced screening at Hoyts from December the 9th. Look out for it, it should be well worth watching. Sounds great. Awesome. We'll see you next week. Enjoy the sun. Thanks for listening.